2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: You're connected to business wrap. Find us online at businesswrap.biz, on Twitter using handle AskBizRap, and on Facebook, just search BusinessRap. And now, Michigan Reimagined with Chris Buck. Third-party IT assistance and cybersecurity has been a growing resource for the business community. The increase in work from home during the pandemic has made these services even more valuable. Here to discuss the effects of working from home and how it impacts a company's technology is the president and CEO of ASK here in Rio Town, Lansing, Mr. Mike Maddox. Welcome, Mike.
2: Hey, Chris. Good morning. Thanks for having me on.
1: All right. So, give the quick, uh, the listeners, just a quick understanding of the services that ASK provides its clients, and and like what types of organizations tend to use you.
2: Yeah, you bet. So. ASK is a company, Chris, that is de- we're dedicated to helping our clients and businesses all over the state use technology to improve efficiency or to do more business. So we're an IT company, we're IT consultants, uh, but we come at it with a very strong business perspective. You know, Our belief um, has always been that technology for a business doesn't have any value on its own, any inherent value for a business. Its value is only derived when Companies can use it to either reduce costs or uh, increase efficiency or, you know, help them meet their strategic goals. And, man, it can certainly do that um, if set up right, and that's what we're passionate about at ASK.
1: Okay. And ASK, how long have you been in business and, uh, yeah, how long have you been serving clients?
2: Just over 27 years in the mid-Michigan area. Moved to. You mentioned RioTown in your intro. We moved to our new headquarter building, uh, two years ago, right in Rio Town, and we uh, really excited about that and about the emergence of that part of the of the uh, city. Uh, but just over 27 years.
1: That's fantastic. I can only imagine what the technology was like when you launched this company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, things have certainly changed. You know, the pace of technology change is so rapid that you know, 27 years ago is uh, is like the dark ages. So
1: right. And you mentioned your statewide reach, uh, but for people who aren't familiar with you. I know you uh, earned a lot of accolades for repurposing that school down in Rio town, but you've also been um, honored in a couple of other ways or have won different awards. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, we we have. We've been really fortunate to be be, uh, honored with a a number of awards. Um, On the industry side of things, there's a couple of of organizations that continually have recognized ASK, CRN, uh is a is an IT industry uh organization that uh, I think is four or five years running is named as one of the top managed IT providers in the country uh one of the and what I'm really proud of they've also uh, named us um the last couple of years as one of the top cybersecurity companies in the country something we're very passionate about cybersecurity um you know the Edward Lowe Foundation um you know, has given us awards for entrepreneurship and um that um, what you were talking about, the regional growth award came from the Lansing chamber for our commitment to Rio town and to refurbishing and rebuilding, uh, an old school that was, uh, in kind of, you know, worn condition and, uh, dilapidated a little bit and we bought it and, uh, made it a headquarter building for our company.
1: Excellent. So you're very credible and you're great people doing great work. So just in case people aren't familiar with your brand wanted to make sure they do, uh, who we're talking to here. So kind of back to business. So under normal circumstances, you know, what has your been advice to clients and prospective clients when it comes to cybersecurity?
2: Yeah, you know, it really, for us, we, we try to put it in, in this perspective right here, that good technology, not just cybersecurity, but good technology is holistic. And and what we mean by that is it involves what we call the three pillars of technology. Um, the The first is having comprehensive, proactive tools and processes and people to manage all the computers and network gear and servers and uh, all that tech stuff that's out there in your business enterprise on a daily basis. Uh, That stuff has to be managed. It has to be monitored. It has to be patched. It has to be updated. I call it the care and feeding. That's the first pillar. Um, The second pillar is high availability disaster recovery. And the way I explain that to businesses is understanding what your recovery point objective and recovery time objective are. Uh, By those two terms, I mean how much data could you lose uh, in a catastrophe or an outage? Uh, And for every business, it's different. I mean, for many businesses, the answer to that question is none. We can't lose any data. Uh, For some businesses, the answer is, well, you know, we could lose a day. We could lose a couple days. That's recovery point. Uh, Recovery time is how long could you be down without catastrophic consequences to your business? That's recovery time. Once you have those two things defined, uh, you can put in place disaster recovery, high availability solutions. That's really the second pillar. For many years, Chris, those two things were really, uh, you know, there's some variations, but those two things really encompassed everything a business needed for sound, fundamental IT, about 10 years ago that shift um a shift occurred where proactive cybersecurity became absolutely necessary so the stuff that you that businesses had always used in the uh, prior to that like antivirus anti-malware firewalls those are re- reactive tools and we started to see the need for proactive monitoring of cyber threats and cyber attacks so that's that's become the third pillar so is like a stool. There, there, are three, you know, legs to the stool. Um, if you're missing one of the legs, it's going to be kind of an unpleasant experience.
1: Well, with with my communication with just people on the street, you know, I think there is an an, inter- an understanding that cybersecurity and you know malware and and um, you know hackers and and uh, ransomware and stuff happens a couple times a year to big companies and it makes the news. But I don't think a lot of people think it can happen to them. What kind of volume pre COVID? you know is the threat and you know how many attempts would you see and you know can you give people a, an understanding of maybe how real this is pre-covid
2: yeah i mean before covid and we could, we could talk about after covid but yes. before covid it's it's constant and it's everywhere um it's not just the big companies that's one of the the um the myths in technology that you know, hey, we're not big enough. You know, we hear that a lot. You know, our company's not big enough. We don't have a national brand. Nobody's going, going to attack us. And the thing about cyber threat and cyber criminals is they don't care how big or how small you are. They travel at the speed of light uh, using the internet. They use other people's money. They're well funded. They're well organized. On the dark web, uh, they can hit entire industries and entire regions in the blink of an eye. So. It's not like the criminal who walks into, you know, the burglar who walks into the neighborhood and says, well, I'm going to pick that house because it's the biggest and they probably have the nicest stuff. Cyber criminals can pick every house, every door, every window, and they can do it in the blink of an eye. In fact, statistics show us that small businesses are under more attack and more likely to get breached than large corporations. So it's everybody.
1: Hmm. And so talking um, COVID and then the pandemic uh, how have things changed since what used to be normal? Uh, people are working from home. Has that caused any uh, changes in the, in the services you provide or the uh, the attempts of, of hacking and things of that nature? How has that work? How has that changed it, your dynamic?
2: Uh, it's yeah. It's, it has dramatically increased the attack surface. And so what I mean by that is, uh, you know, all of a sudden, all of us uh, went to remote work environments. Our staff went home, uh, either in whole or in part and so now all of a sudden you've got business people working on home internet connections with home uh, internet security and that created an enormous risk for the business they're connecting back in most cases into the corporate environment um that you know they're they're handling corporate data um you know the, the cyber the cyber crime world knows that too and so statistically chris Kaspersky just came out with a study, I think last week I was reading, that said that the attempts at ransomware have increased 10 times uh, just since the move to remote environments, since COVID, since the shelter-in-place laws went into place. So 10x of what it was prior, and they were enormously high prior.
1: Hmm. And their success rate must be better. As you said, people are working, you know, you've got more links in the chain, don't you? And even weaker uh, weaker links? I mean, modems and routers bought in you know, retail stores yeah. and, you know, you're trusting someone's home security basically with company assets.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. So it, it's, it's, it's a weaker, it's an easier way to get in. There's more links in the chain. Uh, you're using, you know, the modem or router that you bought at Best Buy or Circuit City or Sam's or Walmart. Um, and and it makes it much easier for criminals to get in. So one of the things that we did um, immediately with all of our clients is recommend uh, that they implement two things uh, right off the bat for home users. Um, the first is ensuring that the user's ability or method that they're using to get back into the corporate method was secure. Um, in technology, they call that a VPN, virtual private network, and, um, All VPNs are not created equal, so we spend a lot of time working with our customers on uh, what kind of VPN they should be using, making sure it's encrypted, meaning that the data coming from the home environment back to the business is scrambled and jumbled and can't be decoded by anybody without the uh, decryption key. Um, And so we we were able to set that up. These are not overwhelmingly expensive things to do. It's just things that people, business people typically don't know about. Uh, the second um, thing that we did is we recommended for all of our clients that they implement a solution that we call Detect and Respond, uh, which is a proactive cybersecurity tool that monitors all of the workstations and desktops in a corporate environment, including those in, in someone's home or remote, for any kind of malware or ransomware infestation. And, and uh, as soon as it detects it, it remediates it and stops it and disconnects the computer from the network. So. If a home user were to get ransomware, clicked on a link, or their router got hacked into, or something happened, um, at least it would be stopped at that computer, and it wouldn't go back and uh, propagate itself throughout the rest of the company.
1: So not that business owners needed anything more to be worried about (laughs) in the uh, time of the pandemic. I really uh, chose you as a guest because I think this is really a, a concern that people maybe aren't taking as seriously as they need to. So, I mean, are there any resources out there if I'm a business owner listening saying, gosh, you know, I've put no time into this? It's all been keeping my head above water, but this would really <laughs> be very problematic if I got uh, got hacked. Is there, are there blog sites or websites or, or do you have anything on your personal site or your business site that would uh, help educate yeah. people more outside of this interview?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, on our website, just ask, J U S T A S K dot net, we have a, uh, Coronavirus COVID resource page, which is uh, geared to do exactly what you're talking about. It has information for the business owner in business language of things that they can, um, should be looking at, paying attention to and what they can do if they have questions or they, they need to look a little deeper into it or they need some assistance. Uh, it's, there are webinars on there. Um, there's white papers. There's videos we've created. Uh, and of course there's linkage back to, Back to us if they need help. Uh, one of the things that's very simple to do, and we're getting this request a lot from businesses around the state, is just conduct a, a virtual or remote audit of their environment. Uh, we have solution consultants on staff that can, you know, walk a business owner through a series of questions, uh, allow us to remote into the environment to take a look at the infrastructure, uh, and those two things. Put in combination, allow us to give uh, the business owner or executive or decision maker a recommendation of what they could do or areas that they could pay attention to.
1: So, fast forwarding a little bit, what do you think the future looks like? Um, you know, does work from home permanently alter uh, the technology a company needs to consider, or uh, how are you preparing for life after the pandemic?
2: Such a great question. You know, this is something I talk to a lot of a lot of business people about, and. And even though we're a tech company, my my attitude is that people are always going to need people. We're going to need human interaction. Uh, you know, this move to to home office and virtual has taught us a few things, and I think we're going to work differently. But I'm not on board with the philosophy that you know it's going to dramatically change the landscape and that everybody's going to work out of their homes and. You know, nobody's going to need to rent property or, you know, have have buildings anymore. Um, you need that one on one personal interaction. It's just part of who we are as human beings. Uh, I think that on the upside, we've learned some things through this crisis and we're learning every day how to work remotely, how to collaborate with people, uh, how to be more efficient in a you know dispersed environment uh, using the Microsoft tool set. Um, businesses all over, learning how to use Teams and OneNote and OneDrive and tools that Microsoft's had out there forever. Um, That's going to change how we do business, I think, for the better. But I think in general, um, we'll probably see some more flexibility um, in businesses as they let their people work more flexible schedules or work at home occasionally or that kind of thing. But uh, we're still going to need to work in in offices together. We're still going to need that one-on-one interaction.
1: I don't disagree. So we've got about a minute left, and we've been speaking with the president and CEO of ASK here in Rio Town, Lansing, Mr. Mike Maddox. Mike, can you, um, you know, while you're here in Lansing, you talk about servicing the state. So um, if, if I'm a business owner listening from Bay City or Traverse City or Kalamazoo, uh, your services are available to me.
2: Yeah, we're available all over, uh, Chris, all over the state, and we we have clients outside the state as well. But. Uh, To get a hold of us, uh, the best way is to check out our website, justask.net, J-U-S-T-A-S-K.net. Or you can call us at 877-A-S-K-4-A-S-K. That's 877-A-S-K, the letters, the number four, and then A-S-K.
1: And it looks as though you can look for Just Ask or A-S-K on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and even YouTube. So you're not hard to find, it seems.
2: No, we're all over the the place. We try to be.
1: Very much appreciate you joining me, Mike, and uh, I hope you have a great and safe day.
2: Thanks, Chris. You too.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed.